Hello, and welcome to Movies and More. I'm your host, Shivan Pota, and I am super excited for the first episode. So, before we actually, you know, meet our guests and stuff, let me just run through what most episodes are going to be like, including this one. So, first, I'm going to introduce the guest we have. Then, I'm going to ask the guest some questions. And before the episode, we choose a movie, like some movies to discuss beforehand. And we're going to, also another topic we're going to discuss later in the episode. So for this episode, we're going to be discussing some movies in the beginning, after I interview them. And then we're going to discuss some movie trailers. However, not always is it going to be the case that we discuss movie trailers at the end. We could discuss different, different topics, because movies and more. So it could be a TV show, a book, um, a video game, you know, a lot, there's a lot that we can discuss. So, without further ado, let me introduce our guest. Thanks, Shivam. So, my friend, uh, basically, is a friend of mine. He also likes movies a lot, and I thought, you know, my husband put him as the first guest. So, basically, we're just going to jump right into questions, Ahan. Sure. Sounds good. So, mm-hmm. what is your favourite movie, and why is it your favourite movie? So, I'm actually going to have to go with Kung Fu Panda because it was actually the first movie I've ever seen in uh, the cinema. I was four when I, saw, when I first saw it. Um, and it just like brings back so many memories of my childhood. So, ma- one of the main reasons is nostalgia. And uh, it's just like the story is good, the cast is good. So, that, that's, just, that's just why I like it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's uh, definitely because I I'm also a huge fan of the the series. Cause it's weird because I think that and Toy Story are the only like uh, the best trilo- best sort of animated trilogy films. Um, yeah, they're all solid films. I think the first one's the best. Um, you know, the cast is great. Everything is great about that film. Animation is brilliant. I also have fond memories about it as well. So, the second question is, what is your least favourite movie and why is it your least favourite movie? It's simple. Come on, let's hear what you think. So, I haven't seen that many bad movies, but if I had to choose, I would pick uh, Justice League. Um, mainly because I didn't like, just the story was just way too childish. Um, it just felt like there was no plot. Um, the the villain, Steppenwolf, was like really bad. Like, Really bad. And yeah, t- true. Yeah. One of the worst um, superhero villains I've seen, like, ever. I've seen a lot of superhero films, and he's my least favourite villain. Like, he just sat there complaining. He kept saying mother on constantly and constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it just looked like he came straight out of a video game, to be honest. Visually, you mean, right? Like Visually, Visually, yeah. yeah the CGI on him was just trash. Like, okay... His voice was decent, right? Yeah. It was voiced by, I think, Kieran Hins, who's from Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but my friend said, oh, you know, it's this dude from Game of Thrones. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, yeah, but he was black. He was pretty much a hype man. He was hyping up Darkseid. Like, oh, you know, when Darkseid gets here, they're going to be so... De-. Like, yeah, he's like pretty much that He's like pretty much that kid who's saying, oh, my big brother's here. You're dead. And honestly, he also, he got beaten by Superman so easily. And the parademons are pretty lame. Um, yeah, honestly, trash villain, but continue what you're saying. Yeah, so, just like you said, one of the main reasons is the CGI is bad. Namely, um, 
removing Henry Henry Cavill's mustache from the editing phase was horrible. Yeah, no, no, no. So because basically, if you don't know the story, well, <clears throat> basically what happened was Henry Cavill was slated to do resh- uh, was slated to do Just League reshoots because they'd reshot Just Whedon reshot a lot of the film after Zack Snyder dropped out. And Cavill was also filming Mission Impossible 6 at the same time, which is a much better movie, if I say. Like, honestly, Mission Impossible 6, amazing film. Anyway, getting back to the topic. So, instead of... Um, basically, they just said, okay, right, um, we're not shaving off his moustache. So, they practically said, okay, we're going to CG out the moustache. Oh, my God. It was a mess, honestly. It looked like his face was melting. Yeah, um, one of the main reasons, one of the main reasons I hated this movie also was that, <clears throat> so it's just like, you meet Steppenwolf and then he comes, fights the Amazons, and then he eventually loses. It's like really like a basic storyline, even if it's fit to call it a storyline. So yeah, I agree. Um, also, one of my other issues I had with the film is that, you know, you are, there are what, two, no, three characters we haven't been properly introduced in the universe, right? Three. That's half the Justice League we don't even know about. So, not only does the film, you know, they have to sort of give those characters justice, right? Like, do the good, good job with the characters. But they also have to give the character at least a somewhat decent arc, right? Give them an arc and then sort of build up from that. And also make sure they have decent moments in the film so people can be sold on the character. But honestly, Justin League did a terrible job. That Flash was okay, right? He's only, like, pretty much Flash and Cyborg's arc in the film. No, Flash... Cyborg and Aquaman had the same character arc in the film. In the beginning, they're recursive. They don't want to be in this superhero business. They don't want to fight. They're worried. They're scared. In the end, they're happy and they want to. Well, actually, Flash was okay with it. Oh, yeah. Flash was okay. But still, Aquaman and Cyborg was like... They did a terrible job of enticing us with the character. And Cyborg CGI was lame. And like, the MCU, they set up all the characters. Hawkeye wasn't set up. Okay, fine. But they still gave this, but you know, we still got to see proper Hawkeye, and that was fine, because the rest of the characters we've seen, and then they can give them a new story arc. And he was also introduced. Hawkeye was introduced in the last film. Um, Thor. Thor yeah. yeah, but that was like a two-minute scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm gonna ask you another question, Han. Yeah. Okay, so if there's any film you think deserves a sequel, what film is it, and why does it deserve a sequel? Um, I'm have to. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Adventures of Tintin. I just love this movie. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. Um, I have to say, it is literally fit to be one of the best looking CGI mov- uh, movie. Like fully, it's fully uh, CGI. It's like literally the most realistic looking CG. One of the. Sorry, I'm slight technical difficulties there. Okay, fixed it. Sorry, his mic just cut for a second. Um, yeah, but I do agree what you're saying. He's basically saying that it's one of the best CGI movies ever made. It's full animation. The voicing is amazing. Yeah, it is good. But I rewatched it. it it's a good film. But I'm shocked there is no sequel because it made some money. 
Spielberg's attached. Good names attached. So yeah, the fact that it didn't make that much money, it's shocking in my there opinion. There was actually an announcement that they were going to make Tintin and the Prisoners of the Sun, but they... I don't think they got around to doing that movie, um, so I don't think they're gonna make a sequel anytime soon. Yeah, that does that does like, that's terrible when like they it's like yeah, more is coming and then nothing happened. Just like you know, the, I know it's terrible. Sometimes sequels can be stuck in what they call development hell, where basically the term is it's just sort of stuck. They're developing it, but there's no chance that it's actually gonna happen. So like with the Gambit movie, right? You hear about this? No. So, Gambit's an X-Men. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a great character, and they're making they were making a movie about him. They have Channing Tatum signed on. Mm-hmm. It's a good casting, in my opinion. Yeah. And they had a director signed on as well, which was also pretty helpful. And then they also signed on another actress, Liz- Lizzie Kaplan. So I was like, okay, it's just going together. But then nothing. Radio silence. So they haven't started filming it. They haven't started shooting. It's been. Stuck in a development. It was meant to be released in 2016, I think. October 2016. Oh, okay. So, that's... Okay. So, it's almost two years. And also now, Disney's acquiring Fox. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be difficult for them to introduce this new character, which is so annoying because I honestly thought Channing Tatum would be a great gambit. And the director seems pretty competent. And he's a great character I want to see on screen. And they did a really bad job in, uh, what's it called? X-Men Origins Wolverine. I think Taylor Kitsch played him, didn't do a good job. So, yeah, he's hoping that that film comes out soon. So, um, what another reason why I liked um, the Tintin movie was because it actually had three comics, which were all mashed up into one. Um, and the story was just like, the story just did perfectly with all three comics. Um, so I think it was um, The Secret of the Unicorn, Red Reckham's Treasure, and um, The Crab with Golden Claws. Um, so they, uh, I like the scene where actually um, Tintin meets Captain Haddock, because in that scene they took it from um, The Crab with Golden Claws. That's the first, this is the comic where they first meet. Um, and then they just like mashed up, uh, like again, they mashed up three comics together. And so there's nothing else to say, but it's just done really well. Yeah, I agree. So, now we know, you know, we've asked about a sequel, but nowadays in Hollywood, it's, people love remaking movies. So, what is a film you want to be remade? Um, I'm going to have to go with Lion King. The It's already in production. Um, John Favreau's directing it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, um, just, I really want to see, like, I'm really interested in the CGI part of it, because, you know, when uh, watching Jungle Book, the 2016 film. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brilliant CGI. Yeah, really good CGI. And um, I was just thinking, you know, the uh, animated Lion King movie, um, the, the one that came out in the 90s, um, it did go, like, it was really good, but I think they could, like, you know, do more with, like, the um, setting. It would, like, we could, it, it would be more relatable, um, meaning that, um, see... I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm blanking out. Yeah, yeah, no, I see what you mean. But at the time making Lion King, they didn't have the technology to do I know, I know. to really embrace the thing. But I think what they had, they did a brilliant job. But now, John, I think the cast is just so good for this film. You have um, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, 
playing Simba. Um, for some reason, they got Beyonce to play. I think Nala. What's called Nala? I think so. Yeah, I honestly don't think she has the best casting for it, but whatever. You got John Oliver, who's one of my favorite comedians. He's playing Zazu. You got the same act. Some of the same actors are coming out, coming back for the film. Oh, good. You got Chua Telegia for to play Scar. Um, if you don't know him, he's from Doctor Strange, Twelve Years a Slave, and quite a few other movies. He's mm-hmm. really good as an actor. And again, you got John Favreau in the directing chair, and John Favreau did a great job at the first Iron Man, he did a great job at the film Chef, did a great job with Jungle Book. So I can't wait to see this film. It's gonna be absolutely outstanding and, and honestly I agree that they should they should do a remake of the but there's also a few other films I think should be remade. But we'll get into that in another episode. So um um I wanna see like some particular scenes that I wanna see in CGI is um the scene where Simba sees or meets Mufasa's ghost. That was just a really like visually stunning scene in the animated movie. Um so I wonder how they're gonna play it out in the live action film. And also the scene in which uh, Rafiki lifts up the Lion King in the start of the movie, I think. And even in the ending. Uh yeah, so those are the two scenes which I'm most hyped for. When yeah. the movie comes out. So, now I do, okay, I do have a little, one thing, one, like, issue I might have, the Lion King remake, is that there's no humans in the first film. Yeah. In the film. Whereas the second, whereas Jungle Book had Mowgli as the human, and there were a couple other humans that showed up, right? So, because Mowgli was there, so at least there's something non-CGI. But in this one... Everything is All that happens to be yeah. CGI, so it'll be interesting to see how they sort of tackle it. But luckily, John Favreau is back in the directing chair, so you know, let's. Ho- I want to see hope it turns well because um, I'm probably going to end up watching it day one IMAX anyway. Hmm. I also wonder like how they're going to pull off making um, a music because it's fine like making a musical with like a cartoon movie, like but like how are they going to make a musical because you know there's like singing scenes oh yeah because so how are they gonna make a musical with realistic looking lions in the jungle book they didn't make it, was, it wasn't a musical yeah they sort of hinted there's a scene that baloo is in the water humming ben testes that's fine you know um i think if they go that route then i'd rather they do that but yeah i actually yeah it's just gonna be interesting so that concludes our interview portion of the podcast so also just heads up um at the time of recording and probably i'm publishing we do not have um someone who, who wrote a theme song or anyone to put little jingles in between so for cut episodes you guys might need to make do however i promise as soon as we get our footing with the podcast we're gonna have a lot better production quality okay so now beforehand um we have planned on talking on some movies that we have all seen well that me and ahana have seen so our first movie we've chosen to discuss is the 2018 british comedy film swimming with men so if you don't know what it is about well i'll basically break it down for you um basically there's there's this guy he's he's a accountant and he's like he's sort of down his luck um, having some problems with his marriage, and he sort of, he kind of hates his job to be honest, right? He sort of hates his job, mm-hmm. 
and um, and he has problems with his wife. Yeah, problems with his wife. His kids, his kids, his kids, really rude though. His kids terrible. Yeah. Terrible son. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, the actor is uh, so the guy's called Eric in the film. Yeah. Played by the brilliant Rob Brydon. If Brydon, Brydon, you know. So if you don't know who he is, well, um, I basically one of the reasons why I saw this film was because of Rob Brydon, because I'm a big English comedy fan and. I really like watching Where I Lie to You, and he's the host of that show, so I'm like, you know what, let me go check it out. So basically, Eric, right, he's in a middle, like pretty much a midlife crisis, and he loves swimming. His hobby is swimming. Yeah. And one day at the local pool, he notices there's a group of men doing synchronized swimming, and he ends up joining them, and there's like a sort of a, yeah, it's interesting. Because it's a brilliant cast. It has Adil Akhtar, if you don't know who he is. He's a really funny comedian. And he's done some good dramatic roles. Like, he was in the film Victoria and Abdul with Ju- Judy Dench. Um, I think he was also in Pan, have you? I haven't seen Pan. Oh, okay. He got terrible reviews, so yeah. I didn't check it out. Um, he's also in a lot of comedy shows that the show ghosted. So I thought I'll check it out. The cast looks really good. He's also in The Big Sick, one of the best films from 2017. So I sat down and watched it. And we're in the cinema... I really liked it. It's honestly a great piece of British film, in my opinion. It's not too long. It's an hour and 36. It's a comedy, drama, romance. It's pretty good. Um, so basically, yeah, it's just about this guy, midlife crisis, joins a synchronized men's synchronized swimming, which is not, like, you know, it's a bit, you know, it's like not something everyone does. Yeah. So... Yeah, so Ahan, what's your opinion on the film? Do you like it? Do you hate it? I did like it, but um, the ending for me was a bit too cheesy. It was like a typical, you know, common comedy ending. Do you, do you feel that way? Hmm. Like, they're just dancing, everyone's happy. Yeah, that's like, okay. I mean, at some point in comedy movies, you do need that, but, you know, you know what I mean, right? No, but I think what elates that situation was, they, okay, we're going to go into spoilers here. Okay. So if you haven't seen it, I recommend you either... In the description, we'll put down the spoiler parts so you can skip. I recommend you do watch the film because it's great. It's an original movie. It's original, well-written, really funny. So check it out. I think it's coming on digital and like iTunes and Blu-ray and stuff soon. So just hold up for that. So now we're delving into spoilers. We'll give you three seconds to, to either skip the spoilers or... Pause and watch the film, okay? Okay, now all the people who don't, who don't know about the film have gone. Mm. So, basically, the ending is... He and the, his, um, they go to the, like, the sort of the men's synchronizing World Cup sort of thing. Mm. And they come second. And it's... I found that, yeah, because they... One thing I liked is they also played a joke in it where they kept thinking they're gonna come last. Oh, we're gonna go last. We're gonna come last. We're gonna come last. And then they come second, and you're like, oh wow, okay, good. And it's like you know, it's good. They have a nice little happy ending, and it does make you feel a bit happy. Okay, well done. And it's it's, it's a feel it's a feel good movie. It's like Cool Runnings. It's feel good. It's entertainment you'll watch. You'll feel happy. I think the ending was well done, and then he sort of. And then another character, I forgot his name, uh, what was it? Which one? Luke. The main... The guy, the sort of captain of the swimming team. I don't know who you're talking about. Is the one, like, with the white hair? Uh, he's, he's, like, the guy 
who, so basically he ends up mar- not marrying he ends up um, falling in love with the swim teacher oh yeah yeah so and he also has you get a happy ending everyone not everyone like what I found about the movie also was like um, some characters didn't like have enough screen time do you feel that way as well yeah, I do agree. So basically... Like the secondary characters. Oh yeah, there are two secondary characters. Uh, no, because one thing I did like was all the char- the main characters had enough development. In, they had love development in them. In the sense that, you know, they were like... Um, we They had like full-fledged characters. They weren't just one note, I like swimming, I'm sad. One of them had issues with him being too negative. One of them... Um, had issues because he kept going into crime and he couldn't really pull himself out of the crime game. Yeah. Another one was struggling with his old age and loss and grief. Other one, you know, um, sort of lost, like his family gave up on him. So it's interesting in that sense where they all have a motive behind the swimming club. However, the two characters, like, was it new, called New Guy and Silent Bob? Was it Silent Bob, right? Was it like... Yeah, it was like... The one who was running away from the police like 24-7? No, no, not that guy. No, 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 no. He, his character was quite good. It was... Sorry, bear with me. Yeah, he was pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's one character called Bob and there's one character called, like... Oh, Silent Bob and the new guy. They were just two characters. And I think the only reason why they were in the film... Was because so the, so the swimming team was an even number. Instead of writing out another character, they just chucked in two useless characters who didn't do anything in the film. They had no character, nothing. Which I thought, hey, you know, it's okay. Right? Because you focus on the main. You also focus on other characters, side characters that are important. So I'll forgive them for that. Um, and also something that I felt about the film was, you know... Um, when me and Shivam saw it, it was PG-13. I did not feel that way in terms of language. There was a lot of foul language. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, I'm, I'm currently a little bit about me, if you didn't know. I am British, but I'm some British Indian who's living in Singapore right now. And Singapore has a very harsh movie rating system. Yeah, And I was shocked this film isn't a 16. Because some of the language is like, they, you know, they... They use like a lot, of, a lot of British slang. That is, yeah. but I don't think the MD. I think don't think the government's censorship board even realised, so they let it green lit. But yeah, but honestly, I don't, I don't really have an issue with the swear words, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think it was really well m- made. Now, honestly, one thing I liked a lot about this film mm-hmm. is the, the transitioning scenes. The transitions in the film were really creative and like. Fresh. I really love the underwater scenes as well. They were visually stunning. Oh yeah, visually the underwater scenes were so good. Because in the comedy film, they don't really pay attention. Like, comedy films on it, not, they don't pay attention to camera work, transitions, cinematography. It's pretty much like comedy films, as much as I like like films like Pineapple Express, it's just light edited improv. But films nowadays are changing that. Like, films like this... They're focusing more on the visual aspect, mm-hmm. the you know camera work, the editing, That's the transitions. That's very unusual for a comedy movie. And it worked in its favor. It worked in its favor. You can't disagree. The yeah. visuals were really good. The shots were amazing. Some of was brilliant. Honestly, 
It's one of the best looking comedy films I've seen visually. What do you think on this? I agree. There was actually one scene in particular. Um, so he, I think he drank uh, the main act, the main character. What's his name? Eric. 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 Yeah. He he was I think drunk or something, and then he's like, um, and then he faints. So like he's falling in slow motion, and then it transitions to him like in the water and the like underwater, and there's like a big splash. Yeah, that was yeah, little stuff like that. That shows the filmmakers are really putting more care and effort into a decent comedy film. So another film that did this was called Game Night. Have you seen Game Night? No. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. Visually, like, it has... So, in the sense that Swimming with Men had the, you know, amazing editing, visual transitions, all that. Pretty much different story, but the same visual structure, editing structure, and transitions applied there. It's great. Yeah, so... Um, I highly recommend the film Swimming with Men, and yeah, the the story worked pretty well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there wasn't really an antagonist to the film, except for the Swedish guy, the Swedish dude. I don't the, know. The 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 captain of the Swedish swimming team. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, I feel like he wasn't he was the antagonist in my opinion. Um, and also the film doesn't drag. It's a short film, one hour thirty six yeah. minutes, so it's not too long. And one thing that I found really cool about this movie is like the Swedish swimming team. They were actual like they were an actual synchronized swimming team from I think two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Yeah, and they so, played themselves in the movie, which is really cool. Yeah, the the film is loosely based off I think a documentary about how a group of men actually did this in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So they actually the men in the documentary actually show up. And they don't, and then they tell you at the end, and you're like, "Whoa, it's quite interesting." Yeah. Um, and also, the film just doesn't, doesn't drag; it does pace quite well, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not this over-the-top drama where it's like, "Oh, you know, this." It takes it's like they realize right a bunch of middle-aged men swimming in a pool and dancing in a pool. So like, they're not gonna go over the top. They're like, they're taking it not too seriously. It's light. It's it's funny. It's, it's a really good film. I highly recommend it. Me too. Moving on to our next film we're going to discuss, which is not so good. Honestly, it's a pile of trash, this film. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, man, I hate this film. It's a stinker. Seriously. It's, what what it's, do you think of the it's film? It's really predictable, I feel, um, in many ways. Um, and um, the special effects are good. They were good, but... Um, it was just boring. Maybe some parts of the scene were uh, movie were interesting, especially like, you know, there was this dinosaur who kept like banging people with his head. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was that's, funny. That was funny. Like but... I think that was my only favorite. I was like only two scenes I liked: the volcano scene where they're running away from the volcano, and the scene where basically spoilers. By the way, this entire talk's not spoilers. If you haven't seen the film, don't watch it. It's garbage. It's a terrible sequel, in my opinion. Don't watch it. Listen to this. Listen to us. Just talk about it. Then you'll know what happens in the film. Honestly, don't waste your time with it. So there's a scene with like a Chris Pratt and Bryce. What's his name? Uh, Owen. What's the girl's name? Another actress, but I don't know the date. No, not Davy. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Oh, so anyway, got it. Okay. Yeah, so Owen and Claire, yeah. such bland names. Sorry. Um, <laughs> any, just such boring names. You just really want to trash this movie really hard, I just right? I hate this film with the passion. Like, even the names are terrible. 
Anyway, sorry. Moving on. They're stuck in this prison because of the villain played by bloody Raph Spall, right? Oh, yeah, basically, it's just a terrible villain. Honestly, I think he's worse than Steppenwolf. Because <laughs> in the because thing is that when you have a villain, right, they have to be villainous from the beginning. They can't be all la-dee-da, I'm happy, pappy, you know. And then immediately after you show his villain, he's insane because he loses time. I'm like, what the hell? They need to show that in the beginning. So anyway, this guy imprisons them. And then what they do is they attract attention of this headbutt dinosaur. And then I saw a headbutt everything. And it headbutts his way out of the cage and then causes mayhem and they get free. And I'm like, okay, it's a fun, cute scene. I enjoyed it. It was a good dinosaur. And also the volcano runaway scene. I think people hated it in the trailer, but I think it was the best part of the film. Like, oh my god, this film is a train wreck, I thought to myself. Because after those two scenes, I'm like, right, that's it. No, this film has nothing else to offer. Seriously. <laughs> What's your... Go on. Yeah, so um, there's also um, the character, the Indoraptor, is literally, like, exactly the same as the Indominus Rex, in terms of, like, they were both, they are both intelligent, and both of them are um, genetically engineered. Oh, definitely. Oh, my God. I've never seen a dumber dinosaur than the Indoraptor. Someone punch me. I hate that film so much. So the Indoraptor, basically, is the Indominus Rex. And the Raptor. And the Raptor. And, like, a T-Rex as well. It was pushed together. T-Rex? I didn't know. I think. I'm not sure. Okay. No, Raptor. Blue. Blue. Specifically blue. The bloody Raptor looks okay. So, anyway, as I say... What they do is, the villain, Raph Spall, and then Toby Jones' character, who, to- no, no, Toby Jones is a good actor, but he was terrible in this film. Honestly, it's like, oh, I'm a villain, <laughs> like, it's terrible. So basically, they take, they steal dinosaurs from the island, mm-hmm. instead of actually saving them, sending them to, like, a nature reserve, they're like, nah, we're gonna sell them on the black market. So... And then like, there's like an auction. Yeah, and I find it stupid that like, okay, this Indoraptor, it's a killing machine, guys. So what you do is, you know, for example, if you get this laser gun, right, and then you point the laser on a target and press a button, a sound signal will sort of go it's everywhere. Yeah. And then guess what? The Raptor will hear the sound signal and attack. So, you mean a sniper? It's just because it's pretty much a sniper. Why? Like, oh my god. And they just say it's intelligent. It is not intelligent. It just goes for the kill. It doesn't know what it's doing. It just goes for the kill. It kills everything. It's literally desperate just to and kill something. I'm and it sorry. Doesn't care. There's a yeah. scene with a little girl, with the clone girl, which yeah. is just terrible twist anyway. <laughs> Ooh, it's a clone. So, like, the, the clone girl, right? She's hiding in her bed. And the Indoraptor, possibly the most advanced dinosaur ever. Can't even sniff it out. Can't even sniff out the girl who's hiding in a bed. I'm shocked then the raptor don't just go and just rip the head off and go boom, done. Well, I think he was and then Blue came and rescued. No, 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 no. He didn't even see the girl in the bed. Well, okay, doesn't matter. I yeah. can't remember, but just such, so dumb. And the film's editing is just so bad. They can't look. The pacing was terrible in this film. Honestly, it was terrible. Uh, you know, the way they edited it was they sort of rushed through the first act. 
and then force everything to stop in the second act, and then rush through the third act, and the second act felt like it took forever to go. And, yeah, basically, problem, Jurassic, the whole Jurassic Park franchise is about being on the island. And then they leave the island, and I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> Whew, I'm breaking a sweat from just ranting over this garbage. Wait, did you like the ending of the movie? No. No, 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 It was no, a bit no. similar to the ending of the first one, Jurassic World. Wait, um... I forgot. Like, everyone, like, all the dinosaurs are free and... Oh, yeah, no, no, Basically, the ending. Humans are... What happens yeah. is that... Oh, yeah, yeah, there's one character I hate. The nerd guy. Which one? The nerd guy. Exactly, he's so forgettable. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, literally, like, the Just tech guy, right? Just a stereotype of... Like... Oh, God. I'm a nerd. La -dee -da. Oh, God. Dinosaur. Ah. Like, oh, my God. Like, he was also in the first trailer i'm like who is this guy yeah and then and then like his character's lame and then this other character that oh i'm an edgy person edgy dinosaur saver girl remember hmm? edgy person vet that i'm an edgy dinosaur vet that person oh yeah and then they end up almost they end up pretty much triggering like a poisonous gas leak and now all that all the remaining dinosaurs are stuck in a little cage and they're like should we stay dinosaurs or like just like die because like, they're not even like they're not even real they're technically clones and then we get the worst plot twist ever the girl hits the button door opens and we're like, like why because they're alive they're clones and so am i Bam. oh okay and then like one thing that's a huge hazard to the health of everyone around the area because the ending is set in California. Oh. They just released a bunch of dangerous dinosaurs into California. And then the ending, the terrible post-credits, and you see a velociraptor flying, like, circular to uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah, did you see this post-credits scene? Mm -hmm. I, 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 what, yeah, I just... I couldn't find my phone in the cinema looking for it, and then I happened to stumble on the post credit scene. Yeah, um, also, the film said that Jeff Goldblum would have a decent role. Like, they said, oh... He's literally in, like, 50 seconds of the entire movie. Like, no, there's, like, I don't know. There's, like, Soldier Number 3 has more screen time than Jeff Goldblum. It's just so dumb. Because, like, the director on Twitter said, oh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's now a big part in the film. No, he isn't. What, what, like, what, 30 seconds of screen time does not count as a big part in a film? And the dialogue is just so god-awful. So, um, the, did you, so the ending was, um, pretty predictable. I mean, it was a twist, like, all the dinosaurs are roaming free and humans will have to learn to coexist. Adapt. Yeah, adapt oh for them. Yeah, okay. So, it doesn't really make me excited for the next movie, so... I'm not watching yeah. the next... Okay, I probably will end up watching the next one. Just it might turn out to be better than this one. I honestly, like... It'll take a miracle to save this... Because the first one wasn't... Look, for, okay, I watched... first I one was pretty good. I watched... I rewatched Jurassic World recently, in oh, okay. first episode. Yeah. And it doesn't hold up that well. It's okay at best. This one is a pile of trash. The next one... Like, what are they going to do? You had Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, what's next? Jurassic Galaxy, Dinosaurs in Space, Moon Dinosaurs, 
Right, let's just put Dancers on the Moon. Oh my god, Moon Dance. You know what? I'd rather watch that, honestly. <laughs> okay, you want to move on to the next movie? Nope, not done yet. Oh my god, okay. So, Go ahead. one thing I didn't like was that the fact that Michael Giancino is the, the music's musical scorer for this film. Did you like the music? No. Which annoys me because Michael Giancino has made some amazing soundtracks in his time. He, he did the soundtrack to, if you don't, Up. Yeah, yeah. The Oscar-winning time, Up. Yeah, I love that movie. I think he sort of phoned it in on this one. Okay, however... It's like, it just seems like everyone has a lack of interest when making this movie. Yeah, I don't think no one cared. Like, honestly, I think Chris Pratt is doing it for the money at this point. Yeah. I think anyone... Everyone's doing it for the money at this I'm point. I'm doing Infinity War. I'm gonna go ahead and do Jurassic World. I'm gonna have a great summer. Yeah, pretty much. You want to have... <laughs> I know, it's... Yeah, okay, calm down. Um, also, the CGI. Okay, CGI, only thing I liked was the CGI wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like the first movie. It was. Sorry, just readjusting with pop filter. There we go. Okay. Next movie? <sighs> Are you done trashing? Do I have it in to read it? Yes. No. Now we're talking about a good movie now. Solo Star Wars Story. Yes. This one was actually decent. Did you like it better than The Last Jedi? Mm. <laughs> I know uh, that's a... I'm not sure. The Last Jedi, man, has me perplexed. Okay. Why? I saw it once and I thought, cool. Wait, is it cool? I'm not sure. And then I watched it again. Okay, basically, I think Last Jedi is. I would give it. Oh, I'm just so. Polarized on it. You won't have to answer the question eight. if you don't want eight. to. Eight. I'll okay. give it eight. I'll give Solo a seven. Okay. So it wasn't as good. But I think Solo is better than all the prequels. Pre- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Solo is good. It was really entertaining. Some fi- some of the action scenes were also really good. I, I thought that Donald Glover and Alden Ehrenreich, you know, did good jobs playing their characters, especially but Donald Glover. Like, you, yeah, you know Solo is one of the most expensive films ever, though. Seriously. Even Justice League. Yeah, but Justice League is trash. <laughs> I know. It's just trash. Expensive trash. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a trash in a gold bag. So, as I was saying, yeah, I like Solo. Um, a lot of things like again, Alden Elrich, Gambino, Childish Gambino as Lando. Brilliant casting. Um, the cinematography was pretty good. So, there's one thing that does sadden me about the film. What? The original directors were meant to be Chris Lord oh, yeah, yeah. and Phil got, Miller. They got fired. And honestly, apparently they I'm were deviating. S- no, from the top, they from were the... they they wanted to put their own sort of like style in the film. Oh, okay. And I think Disney, because Han Solo is a character about taking risks, mm-hmm. about being adventurous. So I felt like Disney should have taken a risk yeah. and be being adventurous. By putting Phil Lord and Chris Miller, because they are really good creative minds. Their show, Last Man on Earth, is one of my favorite TV shows, but it's been cancelled, sadly. Um, Lego movie they made, amazing, sort of, I feel like it's almost, I want to say Lego movie is almost genre redefining, in my opinion, for animation and satirical comedy. Mm. Um, They also made 21 Jump Street, probably the best parody movie ever. Obviously, like, yeah, so... It just un- annoys me that they they could have made it really good, but they're still good. 
Ron Howard did a good job. No, no hate on Ron Howard. Ron Howard's a bland director compared to Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Like, I'm sorry, but he just is. Um, however, look, one thing, uh, so sorry, it's, very, it's a fun space adventure, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I do. Um, there were fun, some funny scenes, some memorable moments in the scene. Uh, uh, sorry, in the movie. Um, and also, I just feel like it was a good film, but it was also your typical story. Where if um, like if a character that gets uh, gets left unchecked for a while, she or he might like turn evil after a while, or just turn rogue, or just you know not be the yeah. same as he was he or she once was. Okay, so yeah, now like I Kira. guess I guess we're delving into spoilers then. Do 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 spoiler warning. So, um. Also, heads up. Apologies for the creaky chair and the background noise again. Um, first episode, so we're just still trying to get the footing, get the production value up. I live next to a highway, so that's what yeah. that constant psh is. Also, the chairs. And next to the beach as well. Yeah. And also, the chairs are a bit creaky, right? However, hopefully, you're enjoying this so far. Hopefully, you had a couple of laughs. So, yeah, let's just continue. So, um. <laughs> what was that? Oh, my God. Sorry, the back of my chair. A chunk of plastic fell off. <laughs> anyway, going back to, going back to it. Um. So spoilers now. I thought Kira was a great character. Um, she didn't go. She's not evil, but she realized she can't escape the world of villainy and crime. She realized right. I can either put Han in jeopardy, or I can just sort of sneak out from Han. Right, so it's a bit like, you know, what's happening. But the twist with Darth Maul. Oh my Bro! Because I don't watch The Clone Wars. It turns out like he's been alive all this time. I don't yeah, watch that stuff. Yeah. And even Rebels. Rebels actually takes place after Solo. Like, maybe, I don't know how long, but a few... A Did you watch all Rebels? No, I haven't. But Did I you know watch Clone Wars? Some of it, yeah. Because I didn't know Darth Maul wasn't... I didn't know Darth Maul survived. So I was like, bro, What? But he looks really battered up in the movie, don't you think? Because he's, he's old. I know, but like in Rebels, it takes place after this. But he doesn't look as battered up, so... I don't know, know maybe we got like some surgery. <laughs> but um, also, I like that they were playing uh, John Williams' uh, score, The Duel of the Fates, when Darth oh, yeah. Maul... Like, oh, oh. And like when he uses the force yeah. to like get his lightsaber and he, he just looks really menacing. Yeah. He's like, Kirai, we're going to be working much closer together. Yeah. And also what I really like was um, the film. Um, yeah, it was a great moment of fan service. And yeah, that was just a really whoa moment. And I think this is actually the first time in the Star Wars movies that they like returned like an old character. Like a character which hasn't been, you know, you know what I mean, right? Like a Master character. Yoda. <laughs> I got you there. What do you mean, Master Yoda? Master Yoda is in Last Jedi. I know, yeah. So, so that's just like the second time. <laughs> yeah. Um. What? Well, okay. So that was pretty good. That aspect. Yeah, and it also fills in some gaps. Um, from the original trilogy, such as how does how um Han got um Lando's uh, yeah ship. and how the and technically Han. Kinda helped Rebels start because he he um was it coaxium was it called coaxium? So know. he helps refine that energy source 
and then a furnace nest or something, they go, the cloud bikers, they give it to the rebels, and the rebellion starts. Basically, Han kicked off the rebellion, technically. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? So, I felt like some scenes did drag. Some scenes dragged, and the first act felt rushed. My favourite scene in the film, yeah. hands down, Han's down. Huh. I'm so afraid for this. No, uh, wait, wait, just to interrupt you, I'll, I'll be fast. Continue, um, continue. So there, you know, uh, I don't remember the character's name, but like he says, um, he's one of the main characters. So he says, um, it's time for you to meet the monster or something like that to Han. I felt, I knew at once that it was a Chewie, so that was really predictable. Really? I didn't know that. In my opinion, it was. I didn't expect that. Monster, don't you see? I didn't know, I feel dumb now. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um... So, my favorite scene is the the heist on the train. Oh, yeah. That was cool. But then they kill off, like, they kill off Rio... Du Fun fact, Rio Durant, the monkey fella, is voiced by John Favreau. I did not know no, that. No, no, seriously. And then they killed off, like, they killed them off. People gone, died, okay. And then I also... Tobias... Tobias Mendel was his name? Tobias? Tobias... Check I need now. Let say IMDb, so sorry about this. Tobias Beckett. Yeah. Tobias Beckett, that's his name. And what's the villain's name? Uh, Dryden Voss. Dryden Voss. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he was a good villain? I think he was a pretty good villain. He was, yeah, he was a good villain. Honestly, the so, spin-off saga villains, you had uh, Ben Mendo Mendelssohn as... God, he's slipping the name is slipping my mind. Wait, wait, what? In Rogue One. Ah, uh, very sorry about this. Uh... Krennic. Yes, Orson Krennic. Him, good villain. This guy, yeah. Darren Vosk. Was also, I noticed, when he got angry, the scars on his face became a lot darker. When he got angry, it go... Well, I didn't notice that. Yeah, but what, what sucks is the film. Um, Rogue One? Uh, no, Solo. Okay. Solo. Solo didn't make, it barely made his budget back. I don't think it even made its full marketing budget back as well. Because, well, people wanted to boycott it because they didn't like Last Jedi, right? Hmm. Um, they didn't want Solo. Okay, fine. But, no, they forcefully boycotted the film. And the same people wanting the Obi-Wan Kenobi film, right, boycotted Solo. Now, because of the big solo boycott, guess what? What? <laughs> because of the whole boycott, this is like, okay, we're gonna sort of just halt all our spin-offs. Which is so annoying, because just before Han Solo got released, they announced a Boba Fett movie with James Mangold to write and direct. Do you know who James Mangold is? He no. directed and wrote Logan. Oh, Have you seen Logan? A bit, yeah. Logan is one of the best superhero movies of all time, and they're getting that guy to do it for both. Hell yes! That they should prioritize that. That'd be awesome. You don't get that much Boba Fett, I feel, in the movies. Like, yeah. You just get a bit of him in. But he's so iconic. Yeah, he's an yeah. iconic character. He doesn't talk that much as well. He has like five lines, but he steals the show. 
He is iconic. Wait, in, in the prequel trilogy, um, do you think that the young Boba Fett did, like, the actor of the young Boba Fett did well? Yeah, the people are saying they want them him back for the role. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen his acting recently. How he about... also actually voiced Boba Fett in the Clone Wars series. Was that good? It was good. He was a bit, like, grown up in the Clone Wars series, but it was, yeah, it was alright. It was kind of similar to the... Mm. Um, episode 2. Honestly, if they're making an Obi-Wan movie, I want Ewan McGregor back in the role. Me too. He did a great job! And honestly, he was the best part of the prequel trilogies, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. So, hopefully, yeah. Okay, now, quickly wrap up the solo discussion. Well, we might. We still have time. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of... So, basically, one thing Solo did well was... They sort of yeah the the background character is really good. Lando, Dongo killed it. At uh, this fun crazy and then L three is it L L L four L three L three L three L three. Okay. Voiced by comedian Phoebe Waller Bridge was okay. Funny, she was a funny. funny. Some uh, some of the jokes didn't land actually in my mm. opinion. Star Wars jokes generally. Oh yeah yeah. Average. <laughs> then. They're, they're, no, they're no Marvel jokes, guys. Yeah. They're, no, they're, they're not the high quality of Marvel. So, anyway, as I was saying, um, yeah, interesting character. They like I feel like in every... I think, no, they should do a rule. Every spin-off, we should have one sassy robot. Yeah. From now on, we should have one... Every Star Wars movie. Would you like... A sassy robot. There were a lot of twists, like, towards the ending of um, Solo. Yeah, oh, yeah. Beckett's evil. Kira's evil. Beckett gets killed. Bruh, what's happening? It's crazy. Wait, does, is Beckett actually evil? I'm still confused. He's evil, he's evil. You know, he's a, he's a, he's, he's, I don't know. Because, like, he's evil, and then he's good, and then he's evil again. He's some sort of in between, like Kira is. And then Beckett gets killed, and then turns out Ephinus, Ephinus Nest? Ephinus Nest? Huh? The Cloud Biker fellas. Turns out they're good, not evil. And the twists, now they could have drawn, they could have pulled a Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and just twist, 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 twist. But they're all garbage. They actually gave us quite a lot of good twists. And hopefully, yeah, overall it's a good film. I'm probably going to buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out. Wait, I think it already came out, didn't it? No, no, it's not yet. Any last comments on Solo? Mm, I'm still, uh, so like there was one scene, you know where Kira fights the villain, what's his name again? Dryden Voss, the knife yeah. fight. Yeah, um... She fights using this old, I don't know, art? What is it called? Do you know what it's called? Mandalorian armor. No, no. Like, it's like a, kind of like a martial art. Do you know what it's called? There's like a video, like there's Krav Maga. Jiu-Jitsu. Taekwondo. <laughs> oh my god. I'm literally searching it up right now. Okay. Um, yeah, while she does that, um, follow me on Instagram at shivampota, that's S-H-I-V-A-M-P-O-T-A. Okay, we just give me a moment. Yeah. So also, um, I forgot. How does he die? Does Dragon Ross does he get shot in the chest and dies? Also, sorry, I forgot to mention Chewbacca was a great character. And the scene where they're in the mining area, and you see Chewbacca sees a bunch of Wookies being tortured, and he decides, "I'm going to help the Wookies." I thought that was a really well made moment. Yeah, it's called that... Terrakasi. Terrakasi. Have you heard of it? Not a clue. Okay, so there's actually a Star Wars video game, like maybe in the late, like early two thousands, late nineties, um. And uh, like by the by this name, so it's an old Jedi, not Jedi, or I'm not really sure, but it's like really cool how they actually like got 
you know, inf- like, um, got an example of a video game, and then they just added in to the solo. And also, Lando's... Have you read um, any Timothy Zahn novels? The no. Star Wars Legends? I haven't read any of the Star Wars Legends or any novels for Star Wars. Okay, so, like, they also, I think, incorporated some of that um, into um, solo, like... Lando- but is it canon? But is it canon? Is it canon? Does Lando have, like, a mining facility thing? No. Who does? Dryden Boss. Okay. Because, I mean, in, in Legends, in uh, Heir to the Empire, which is actually a really good book, I recommend this it. This isn't canon only. Okay, well, like, Lando, 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 whatever. Lando has a mining facility. He owns a mining facility. So, that's kind of related, don't you think? Uh, but A bit. A bit, but once again... And Thrawn is in Rebels, not related to the topic, but Thrawn is... Who's Thrawn? Like, I don't know who Thrawn is. The so blue guy was a... No clue. But just saying. Okay. Um, make sure... Legends isn't canon. I know, but they do incorporate yeah, 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 yeah. some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, now, uh, so have you... Um, yeah, so, do you think we should get a solo sequel? I think it's stand. It's a good standalone film. I wouldn't mind having Solo yeah, like, a, too, like a cameo in Boba Fett's movie, a cameo. Yeah. Just a cameo does, would work. Does Does Han Solo in general have a history with Boba Fett? Like they kind yes, of. Yes, they have beef. I. They have beef with each other. They hate each other. How do you know? Also. If you didn't realize the in the ending where it's like oh we're going to you know in the end. They go Tatooine to meet this big short gangster bring together the crew, right? Yeah. yeah. So in the, that isn't in the trailer. You think it's Beckett who's saying who's referring to himself, but actually it's ja- um, Jabba the Hutt. They're going in the end to meet Jabba the Hutt. Hmm. No, seriously. I don't know. They are. They are. Who? Chewie and Han, and then Han screws over Jabba, oh, and then Jabba yeah. hates Han. And then in there, and he gets frozen. Uh, okay, and then he sends Greedo after. Yeah. And Han shot first. And he does shoot first in this film as well. Just putting that out there. Just saying, just saying. Um, did you like this more or less than Rogue One? I, I like Rogue One better. What about you? Same. Yeah, Rogue One. I um, like the, the visuals in Rogue One. I like, they're really good. You know, like the shield around the... Yeah, I, I, prefer, Rogue, I, I prefer Rogue One, but Solo really was still good. pretty good. Um, I it's feel- also a good standalone film. Sorry to interrupt. It's a good standalone film, Rogue One. Like even someone who's not even into Star Wars. Do no, you feel? I do not because the ending literally connects to Star Wars Four. Like I sort know, of, yeah. sort of. But it's a good starting point to like a new, yeah. like the original trilogy. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, but okay, do you like Last Jedi more or less than Solo? I like Last Jedi more. Yeah, same. Last Jedi had problems though. It wasn't a clean cut movie. But it's not as bad as the fans say, don't you think? I agree. Okay, I recommend you watch a video by I Hate Everything, who t- discusses about Last Jedi and how the fans just overreacting. And also, everyone hates the character of Rose, right? Mm. Even though I didn't mind the character. And also, I met the actress who plays Rose in real life and asked some questions about the character. And yeah, it's basically Rose is sort of like the very, very, very average person stuck in a very unavaverage situation. 
However, the, she was poorly written, in my opinion. Okay. Solid opinion. Solid opinion, yes. Um, so, yeah, obviously, um, in this discussion-type forum, we'll be discussing the topics, and you might deviate, but that makes it more interesting, more interesting conversations happening. Also, I like the music in Solo is pretty good. It's just saying that. I like the music in Rogue One also. It's really good. Yeah. Michael Michael Giancino scored that, just saying. Yeah, okay. So, let's talk about... Trailer this. discussion. Yeah, we... we okay, now we're talking about the, some trailers that came out. So... Sorry, I just need a... So, we are now talking about some trailers that were released recently. Um, not recently. They were came out with Comic Con, I think, towards yeah, like Comic Con. A, a month ago. I think a month ago. However, this episode was planned quite ahead in advance, and um, a few things happened. So recording a bit late. However, these are all really good trailers. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. So let's just dive into it. So what do you want to start with? Let's delve into this with Aquaman, the trailer. So. Ahan, what is your opinion on the trailer for Aquaman? Mm, it's okay. I mean, it's nothing great. I mean, um, it has good. Spe- it has some good special effects. The shark in the in some of the scenes were pretty bad. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. So the scene where he's like, baby, not like five year old Aquaman, right? Six year old. He's like, oh, Arthur's oh, talking to the fish again, and then he goes. Them He's the thing. He goes, ah, and then like, this shark pulls up. This shark looks so CG. And also, they took a really famous, get you know Getty images, right? Yeah. So, they took a Getty image photo and put it in the poster. The Aquaman poster looks terrible. It looks like, something, it looks like someone did it for their media space coursework. It kind of felt like Infinity War. Like, with all the characters don't you think? Or, no? no, not that one. The one where it's Aquaman, the bunch of fish around him. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, mean, yeah, he's like kneeling down with the. the, the yeah, trident. yeah, that one. Okay, so. So, okay, now, the problem with that I have the trailer is it feels so generic. No, not generic, it's like a copy of another superhero movie that everyone likes Black Panther. Black Panther. It looks like an underwater Black Panther. And then it's like, oh, you must fight your. Relative. You must be a king. And then this relative is evil and he wants to attack the rest of the world. Like, I kid you not, it felt like I was watching uh, Black Panther almost. Because you have the fish guy who is the fish king and he's like, oh, oh, fun fact. Um, the guy who plays the fish king also plays the wizard in Shazam. And also plays the... The green one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the fish king, he's sort of like the, pretty much, he runs the fish people, and they're sort of like disconnected from Atlantis, much like the Umbaku tribe in Black Panther, just saying. (laughs) Like, just saying. And then Mira reminds me, Mira reminds me of um, Nakia, sort of. No, Mira reminds me of like both Okoye and Nakia at the same time. And then the villain is like some media cook. Like, okay, this is, okay, we're gonna be a bit picky here. But I feel like Black Manta is a bit like Claw. And the villain, Ocean Master? Who? Ocean Master, exactly. Who? Who? The villain, Ocean Master. His half brother? Yeah. 
Seriously, no one knows this. He's he's pretty much crappy Killmonger. He literally sounds like Shakespeare, like just the way he talks, like British. Like I mean, no offense. Like British. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Not like Brit. Like the way he talks, like come, my brother, let us fight. Yeah, like some like like sounds like like someone's making fun of Thor almost. (laughs) Um, what else do I? Not my chair's terrible. Don't I mean sorry. So what else do I not? Okay, so hopefully there is a plot for this movie. Actually, I doubt it. If it look, it feels like I'm watching under. I feel like oh, Atlantis forever or something. I'm gonna lose my temper. I'm still gonna watch the film, but I am not looking forward to it. Shiva, me actually told me before you. I also agree with you. You like the title card and the white. It yeah, just really I like the white. That's refreshing. But that's it. <laughs> um. I hope the CGI is good, but come on. No, but there was one part of the trailer which I really liked. Yeah, where he's jumping from the boat, yeah, and there's so much Aquaman, light. And they just jump in slow motion, and then, yeah, that was, like, really good. Um, so, there's actually really some good. Comic-Con footage released about the movie. Um, in, in, and there's, uh, I think, like, people saw it. It was basically a bit Indiana Jonesy where they have to go to the desert and find this uh, Atlantean ruins. But, again, just, like, you know... Oh, looking for a artifact, are you? <coughs> Killmonger. You know how Killmonger was doing this. I feel like, look, this film is like underwater Black Panther. Um, hopefully the CGI is good. I'm going to give it a predicted Rotten Tomato score. Yeah. Right? Of drum roll, please. Oh, sorry, what drums do you know like that? 65%. That's my, that's going to be my prediction. Wait, is it is it your own prediction? Or yeah, is it like... it's my prediction. Okay. What's your opinion on the trailer? It was good. It, no, it was not that great actually. It just, just it just feels it just genuinely just feels really boring. Like I don't want to just be sitting here wasting my time watching this mediocre trailer. <laughs> it just, the trailer wasn't even that well made, and oh, you know, like the concept of like Aquaman's mom going to the land for another. With the dad. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I've seen this a billion times. Um, okay. So, anyways, you want to move on? Nope, I'm not done yet. Okay. Um, so, Black Manta is, I think, they should have, in my opinion, they should have just stuck with Black Manta as the main villain. And then done Ocean Master, another movie. I'd rather have Black Manta as the guy, you know, He's been like trying to find Atlantis. He finds Atlantis, and wants to destroy it or you find its sort of value for itself, right? Or steal the artifacts. Yeah, and that would be more interesting than like Killmonger two point minus two point Um. Okay, Black Manta does look good though. Like, as in like the costume is very comic accurate though. But really, are you are you hyped for it, Han? Are you hyped? Not that much. Come on, say yeah, I'll come on forever. Exactly. Yeah. And Justice Wakanda League, forever. Justice League did a bad job at setting Aquaman up, in my opinion. He didn't have that cool moment, right? I do hope the film is a bit like Ant Man in the sense that it's self-aware, like it's aware of the absurdity with I can talk to fish. I hope it's aware that it's, like, a bit absurd. Yeah, it is in, like, in a way Ant-Man. Ant-Man can talk to ants, he can talk to fish. No, no, I wish, like, but they make fun of it, Ant-Man. I think if they do the same, they could get a more successful movie out of it. Don't you agree? Yes, I do, 
There we go. Progress in the world. May we move on, please? Okay. Are you then trashing the film? Trash. Okay, whatever. We're moving on to a DC film that I'm actually... The first DC film... That you're actually happy I'm excited to. for. Yeah, me too. It looks really Drum good. roll, please. <laughs> Shazam! Okay, sorry for the headphone users for shouting into the mic. Oh, so I'm using the Blue Yeti Pro. Good mic. Blue, if you want to sponsor me, let me know. So... Um, Shazam, now, uh, Ahan, I almost called you Aquaman, what did you think of the trailer? It looks like, it looks like a family-friendly movie, you know what I mean? I mean, it is a DC movie, but it is like literally, it's just like, it just feels like a really light-hearted movie, don't you think? Totally, it looks great. They don't like, really introduce the villain, though, in the trailer, like, I, that, that much. I've read the first comic, actually. Oh, you have? Yep. It's kind of similar, like the origin story. The tone, because the comic is like, it's fun. It's a fun character. And again, it shouldn't take itself seriously. It's a kid who magically turns into a man. It's like Tom Hanks' film, Big. So they should keep it lighthearted, tone, funny. I like that, tonally. It looks original and fresh. It looks genuinely fun. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed watching the trailer and the use of uh, Kendrick Lamar's Humble was brilliant. Um, I actually, honestly, I wouldn't mind if this was a standalone movie. It doesn't really, like, I know it is, like, related to, like, Man of Steel and all of the other, you know, DC movies, but it doesn't really feel that way. So, there is a rumor going around that Henry Cavill's Superman might have a cameo in the film where he basically goes to the wizard and says, what the hell are you doing? Because in the um, comics, remember, there's a, there's a bit... Where Superman goes to the wizard and said, What's wrong with you? You've given a kid powers, you dingbat. So it's sort of like, you know, what's. But the mood and the casting is because Zachary Levi has that face, like, haha, you know, it's, he's, like, he's acting like a kid trapped in an, adult, in an adult's body, which is exactly what this is. This is, yeah, again, first genuinely. Um, like, it's the first. DC movie I'm genuinely hyped for. And it is not your typical DC movie. Yeah. It's not serious at all. Right? I wouldn't say like that, but honestly, okay, controversial opinion, so like, don't get all, uh, okay. Uh, Wonder Woman is good. It's, I don't know, it's okay. It's not great, it's okay. Like, I honestly, the, the third act the third half, the third of one, one third of, like the last forty-five minutes was terrible. It was a mess. The last, like, the last act of Wonder Woman was terrible, right? So why, like, so it's, so I think, yeah, it could, it could do well. Um, another thing I like is that the concept of having other superheroes exist in the universe doesn't feel as forced as it was in Batman vs Superman and what uh, Suicide Squad, because. Okay. Suicide Squad. Oh, God, I hate that film. Literally, if you think I went, I was, I went bad on Jurassic World. <laughs> Suicide Squad. If I ever talk about it, I'm gonna tear it to shreds, my dudes. Okay, film, calm down. So, um, one thing I do like is, um. We don't look, the film the trailer doesn't give away a lot. It doesn't give away too much, so it gives you just enough where you're enticed, where you're enticed for the film. 
I'm definitely interested and very excited for it. But I don't know a huge amount, which I like. We get like two shots of the villain where Shazam punches and he catches the punch. Um, it's being played by Mark Strong, who also played a villain in the film Kick-Ass. Have you seen that film? Oh. No. Oh. So yeah, Mark Strong's a good actor. He was in Kingsman and a few other films. Uh, I think he'll be a good villain. I think they can. I think the villain. I wouldn't mind having a crazy over-the-top villain, and then have Shazam. Sorry, uh, what happened there was I by mistake hit the mute button. So, like I was saying, I think it would work if we have um, Shazam, like the villain, be over the top, and then have Shazam comment on how over the top he is, like in Deadpool. So yeah, um, another thing I do like is it's actually funny. I actually laughed a couple times in the trailer. The music is good. The sporting cast is great. Honestly, yeah, it, I think it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Predicted Rotten Tomato score. Drum roll, please. We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm gonna say eighty-five percent. It looks it, honestly it looks like a great film. It's fresh, original, not original. But it's fresh. Yeah. It looks good. And I'm very excited to watch it. Okay. So, any other comments on the trailer? No, I'm just overall really excited for the movie. Yeah, that's basically it. What about you? Um. Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, now, our final, I think, our final discussion topic Oh, yeah, okay, okay, sorry. I, I have something to add to Shazam. Sorry about that. Okay, um, so in the, um, so like the comic origin is really, it's pretty similar, I feel, to the movie origin. Um, he's not chased by bullies. I, I don't think he's chased by bullies in the comics. He's like, kind of like, um, he's kind of like, um, what should I say, um, He's, he's like kind of, you know, he's like the typical kid in like the 40s who just like sells newspapers on the street um, in the comics. Have you have you read the first comic? I think, but it was a while ago, so. Yeah, so, um, and then, yeah, then he meets Shazam and then he becomes Shazam. And um, do you think, okay, Sh Shivam, do you think that Black Adam's going to be in Shazam? Do no. you think he's going to... Oh yeah, one thing I don't like is, DC cast Black Adam before Shazam. And guess what? Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, not good casting, right? Yeah. And secondly, they're gonna give. They might give Black Adam his own movie before they give Shazam his own. Before, before they give. Sh I doubt it because Shazam's. Oh no, no they, they might April. give Black Adam either the villain or the Suicide Squad two, which I I'm not gonna watch that garbage movie. So it's number two, or they're gonna like give his own standalone movie. But why? He's a he's a villain for Shazam. Put him in a Shazam movie. God. Yeah, and um, do you think, this is kind of like just like going away from topic, but do you think, so they're making, uh, you, Shivam, you actually told me this like recently, they're going to be making a Joker, a Joker movie. Two, Two Joker, Joker movies. movies. One is um, a... Which is related, related to the 
other DC yeah. movies and one which is like a standalone. Yeah. So basically, they're making one standalone out of universe movie. That looks good. Todd Phillips is directing. Uh, Martin Scorsese is producing it. And they have Joaquin Phoenix to direct, which is going to be great. I think it's going to be good. Uh, but then they have one with bloody Jared Leto's Joker. One of the worst Jokers I've seen ever. I don't like some sort of crazy fan cosplay. It was terrible. I don't want it to be. Sh- I don't want, I don't want it to be. They just movie. modernized him way too much. Huh? They just modernized him way too yeah. much. Yeah. The Heath Ledger's Joker. Best Joker ever. Yeah, Even but if he is different from the comics. Yeah. He is just like a, you know, a new. I don't know how to say, but like he's com, com- like he's not completely different, but he is different. Um, he's more dark. Don't you think? Yeah. Same, same, but different. Yeah. I, yeah, but I didn't, I, again, I hate Suicide Squad, um, and they, they're going to make a Harley Quinn standalone movie, they're going to put Harley Quinn in the Joker movie, and they're going to put Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey movie. I don't like the way DC's going right now. And it's like, why are they prioritizing Harley Quinn as a character? Man of Steel 2? I want to see that? Nope. Batman movie? Nope. Wait, weren't they going to make a Batman movie and then it got cancelled? We don't know what's happening. No one knows what's happening. It's DC. They, they don't know what they're doing either. So, yeah. So far, I've been... Okay. Next topic. I think the final topic for the day. The next trailer is Godzilla, King of Monsters. Okay. Ahan, what's your opinion on this trailer? The music, first of all, is really good. I really enjoyed the... I really like the music. Um, the, vi- the the special effects look really good. I haven't seen the first movie, so... I'll have to see the, the first one before going... You, but you've seen, you seen, you seen the Kong movie, right? No, actually, I haven't. I know they're all related. There's, like, a monsterverse thing yeah. going yeah. on. Um... And it teases some of the other monsters, which were like in the old movies, yep. like I think Mothra was it Mothra? Mothra. And King Ghidorah, is that how you King, pronounce him? See, King Ghidorah. Ghidorah, okay, whatever. King Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra. So it's gonna be good. And then, Shivam, yeah, when we were watching the trailers, Shivam mentioned that there was this old guy. He's to- the same character who uh, Tom Hiddleston was. Played, I um, think. I think it. It yeah, just she, makes sense. It makes sense to have him. Yeah. Um, do you know? Do you know like the how many years like the gap? Do you know approximately how like the gra- gap between Kong and Godzilla? Godzilla King a lot. Um, Godzilla's no, it's set in like twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen, okay. and then this one no, um, and the what's Kong. Kong is set in the seventies Vietnam War. Sixteen or seventies Vietnam yeah. War. Yeah, then it does make sense. Yeah. The cast also looks <coughs> yeah. good. We have Millie Bobby Brown, who <laughs> plays... Do you know the character's name? I have no idea of the character's name. I don't know. Just it's... check. I think I'm checking now. Madison Russell. So, yeah, basically, um, the fil- this film is going to follow... It just looks really dark, the movie. It just looks really I dark. feel like if they can maintain a dark tone, but still have that crazy, fun action moments that Kong had, this film will be a success. Dude, visually this film looks so good. 
Especially the scene in which... Mothra is in the world of Foley. And... Co- he spreads, uh, like, boom, he spreads his wing, like... It was, like, brilliant. And then the bit where Rodan Godzilla, bursts out of the volcano, oh my god. Godzilla, bro. like, opens his mouth and there's a blue thing comes Yeah, he goes... And then, like... Yeah. <laughs> his big blue sort of flame. And there's actually... I, I saw this, like, a few days ago. There was um, a movie, like, set for a, for a release in 2020... Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah. That's gonna be good. Um, but isn't. It's kind of similar to like the old Godzilla movies where, you know, yeah. Godzilla versus this guy Godzilla. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're like Mothra. I heard they're gonna do like a full monster verse. So they're also gonna get like the last movie is gonna be called Destroy All Monsters. Right? But they're gonna have a Mothra movie. They're gonna have a um, Rodan, King Ghidorah. Do you think, do you think gonna be, like, too much? Like, do you think that. No. Um, if they sort of do what Kong Island did, is change it up every film, mm-hmm. have a good cast, make it fun to watch, have good CGI, good visuals, then you're gonna have a good time at the more cinema. More importantly, more good story. Yeah, good yeah. story. But really, no one. Okay, honestly, I did not watch Kong for the story. I watched it because I wanted to see a big monkey punch a helicopter, and that's what I got. I actually, at first, I thought that Kong was a sequel to King Kong. The twin. The two thousand five movie. Okay, that I didn't like that one that much. It was so long. Mm. It's like three hours long, and it's like. Mm. Yeah, they're not in any way related, are they? No, no. No, okay. That one's a standalone film. Then why did they call it Kong? No, it's called Kong Skull Island. Yeah, but it's still okay. Doesn't matter. And Skull Island is also in King Kong, right? Yeah, but it's better done. I feel like it's better done in that movie, in my opinion. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so anything you want to add, Shiva? Yeah, a lot. Okay. So I think a lot of fans didn't like the music. I liked the music. Have you seen... Okay, there's a, lot, there's a great fan trailer I recommend where they basically do Infinity War, but in the style of oh, this, the, this yeah. film's trailer. And it's so good because... It's just brilliant. Honestly, uh, check it out. It's really good. Um, we actually watched it before doing this podcast together. Yeah, we just watched all the trailers before the podcast. Like, just to make sure we just had the full grasp. And yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. Me too. Yep. So, that wraps up today's podcast. Uh, my name is Shivan Pota, and the guest today was my friend Ahan. Yeah. So, next, I think... Every, it's going to be every two weeks or every three weeks a new podcast episode is going to come out because when of my... Do you know when this is going to air? Today? So anyway, we're still recording. Um, so every two or three weeks there'll be a new episode out and we're, we're, gonna, we're still trying to find guests. Um, I really enjoy recording this episode. Um, uh, hopefully you did it too, Han. Yeah, I did. Thank you. <laughs> anyway... Um, hopefully, so... Thank you for having This me will be on my YouTube channel. This will be on my... This will be on iTunes. I'm try and get as much place as possible. So check it out. And in the description, you'll find all the time codes. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and on the iTunes. And um, when we hit a thousand or like a decent milestone, we're going to have really big guests. That's all for today. I've been Shivan Potter, and thank you for listening to... Shivam's Films and Other Things podcast, hosted by me, Shivam Pota. Bye.